have a spell that can create the faint odor of skunk. <laughs> cool. Oh, gosh. So if anyone ever needs that. Yeah. That's nope. <laughs> or a Just tiny harmless weather effect like yeah. snow. Got to take that long rest. Is that druid craft? Yeah. Yeah. Smell that loud, that danky skunk. <laughs> that dank, dank skunk. Light in a bowl. Our roommate Stephanie kept saying that she was going to be lighting a bowl in the, the backyard. Yeah, but it was just this like I mean, Hey, do you want to light the fire bowl? Oh, yeah. You want to light the bowl in the <laughs> it back? It just sounded like a bong with like flames on it yeah. is what I kept hearing. <laughs> Stephanie. <laughs> Come on. It was a little bonfire. Bong fire. A bong fire. <laughs> Welcome back to this wonderful podcast that has yet to be named. I'll name it later. <laughs> I am here with my good friend Andrew P. Palmer. Hey. hey. You should just call it Taylor's Big Boy Show. <laughs> this Welcome back to Taylor's Big Boy Show. We're going to play some big boy games. <laughs> um Do you ready to dice? I am here with my good friend Micah. Mm-hmm. New Micah. Oh. New Micah. As Not the old Micah. That everybody you're tired should of. know by now old, that tired old Micah. Micah is out. New Micah is out. <laughs> <laughs> Let that be on record, please. Let that be canon. And I am here with. There's my cannons again? <laughs> oh my <God. laughs> and Big I'm here with my wonderful friend, Jenna. Hello. Hey, Jenna. Hello. If any of you don't know, Jenna Bakes. <laughs> Jenna underscore Bakes. That also Insta- sounds like Bakes. it could be. Oh, oh yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> oh, getting a fire bowl in the backyard. Getting fire bowl, fire bowl in the backyard. <laughs> That's amazing. So last episode, Selvi loves getting people high. So true. She does. Selvi bakes. Selvi underscore bakes for work. Selvi definitely bakes. Selvi underscore bakes. We have to make that Instagram. And it's all just weed brownies. Like here's what I found in the woods today. Mm. And I'm putting it in a brownie. Sweet hemp cookies. <laughs> so you guys had a fantastic episode last episode. The four of you, Selvi, Silen, Janessa, and Keela, all mm-hmm. get encased inside this big yellow orb of energy. And then Lunessa did what? Spinning roundhouse cook. She in the air, and then she sent us off. Yeah, she chucked <laughs> Norris, you guys, no, yeah, she straight kicked. into the straight into the atmosphere. She kicked our normal. ball right into the air. <laughs> you guys soared over the trees, and it was a home run for sure. And oh, you yeah. guys soared through the air, and as you looked down, as dizzy as you were getting, you saw the Sandalwood tribe as it left, and then you landed in the forest. So you guys <laughs> made camp. It was a beautiful camp, too. It a lot was. of firewood. Now we are on the verge of waking up. The day begins to show itself. 
the sun is rising over the tree line, and you each begin to wake up. Keela is up first, and she is kind of kind of gathering up the things she's sprawled out everywhere, and she's putting it back in her pack. And I will note that uh, Janessa came over, and before Keela fell asleep, put a blanket over her and kind of like cuddled up to her to make her warmer and a um, little spoon so that she could be closer to the fire and <laughs> and also kept you know was is more of a light sleeper so that if she got sick during the night like she could help her out oh Aww. that's amazing I bet Janessa snores those tests if she does she's pretty self-conscious about it <laughs> <laughs> what do you roll for that like a constitution save yeah for snoring see how sauced you are 19 oh not yeah sauced enough I, to I don't snore. know if that is yeah. to snore or if it's, it's to, to not snore. make sure i don't snore <laughs> okay i don't want to cool. wake her up you get some little snorts but you don't snore um, gurgles <laughs> little just but i wake myself up with midnight. them and then i don't <laughs> yeah midnight where are you <laughs> midnight all of you and so uh-huh. she she definitely saw that and she took note of it and she smiles at you the second she sees you getting up from your little nest and she's just like, yeah i made a nest friend. out of the rabbit furs yeah and i just smile back at her and i say um how you feeling much better thank you i that was a lot to handle yesterday i have a little have my little bit of a headache uh, Selvi might have something for you then. Oh dear God, no! <laughs> <laughs> Can make I'm, you forget about fine. any kind of ache you've ever had. I just need some water. Yeah, yeah. I hear. Here's a canteen. Thank you. And she she takes it and she starts drinking and she just continues to keep packing up. Janessa helps. Nice. And you guys are also getting things together. Did Silent end up going into like a meditative state while watching the turnip? Like yeah, the, you're did still you eat sitting. The turnip? No, I uh, well. The turnip is roasted, and I took it off the fire, and I just sat with it. Um, what do you mean with? Like it's sitting next to you on a sitting log? Sitting next to me. My hand is on it. Creating stories. <laughs> <laughs> this 14-year-old month old. Whenever I had my chance to rest, uh, we'll say on second watch, mm-hmm. I, uh, I took my trance and just sat with the turnip and my staff. Did you make one of us who was watching like also sit next to it? Yeah. It would have been you, Selvi, yeah. So um, basically just looking in the direction that's of the awesome. So you grabbed the turnip and then like what did you do with the parsnip? Wait, there's <laughs> oh my gosh, no. Sorry. I thought you said it was a turnip. No, it's a parsnip. I kept calling it a turnip. It's a giant parsnip. <laughs> parsnip. It's a parsnip. I'm so confused. I was calling it a turnip. Oh, that's right. So yes, I grabbed the parsnip <laughs> off the fire and I just sat sat it beside me with my hand on it because mm-hmm. it was fully cooked. So I, if it was alive, it's no longer. And uh, I just sat with the roasted parsnip and my staff and uh, took my trance. Or it's impervious to fire. Oh, God. <laughs> it's more powerful than we could have ever imagined. <laughs> but good news. For breakfast, we have roasted parsnip. Yay! Oh. Well- <laughs> Lots of roasted parsnip. I hate parsnip. <laughs> At least I hate magical floating parsnip. You didn't think it was magical, If you believe though. that. Yeah. Listen, I don't believe that he saw it floating, but I'm not going to eat any of it. Yeah. I'm not saying it was floating by itself. I think there was someone else that was floating it through you the You think air. it's home watching over us? Oh, God. Either be. way, it sounds unhygienic. It sounds like something home would do. <laughs> we killed it with fire. Sure all the <laughs> yeah. That's cool. So you guys uh, you guys start 
wrapping things up and you mm-hmm. you start to put out the now mm-hmm. smoldering fire you just mm-hmm. want to make sure all the embers are out because there's still some hot coals and stuff yeah. smoke's kind of rising up definitely make some coffee for the group mm-hmm. oh, yeah. yes coffee. and then i'll slice out some uh, parsnip steaks nice mm-hmm. i sneak I just, away and find my steaks. hidey hole again while yes. they're not looking put my brewer's kit back nice mm-hmm. brilliant i just warm up some dried meats that's cool. And so um, Keela, Keela gets herself together and she starts to survey where we are, where the land is. And she's looking up and she can tell by the position of where the sun is rising that it's time to head west, right. which is the direction she is now starting to move. And she's just like, all right, we have a, well, we might not have as much of a trip as I thought. Um, this was supposed to be a three or four day trip to get here, maybe two if we booked, but... I think Lunessa has got us most of the way. Anyway, it's this way. Let's start heading out. Good Where thing we, we flew yeah. southwest. <laughs> oh, okay. oh my God. That's the direction we were heading. And it was quite a trip. Where are we headed now? The marker that appeared on the map when we were at Bartom's place, it appeared in a small city outside of the Sandalwood called Varna. So we're going to go straight there and we're not worried about any reinforcements or aid to the coast. Just a little monkey boy. Well, at this stage in this voyage, there's not much we can really expect, but I assume we have at least a day's head start. But we can head towards Varna now and start gathering intel so we can hopefully find a clue as to what this weapon is. and Get it before the pirates do, right? Yes, we have to try to stop them by any means mm. because they cannot mean well. No, they're willing to blow up an entire village for this thing. It's... It's insane. You don't think that monkey was floating the parsnip last night, do you? Okay. You know what? You I've need to leave the parsnip oh. alone. Parsnip? What is he talking about? It doesn't. Okay, so it's what happened? <laughs> awkward silence. <laughs> and then I recount the tale yeah. of how the parsnip was floating. Like we all heard something in the tree, and we couldn't figure out what it was. I didn't hear anything. I and think she, it was wind. Okay, she takes two a, of us. She takes a long, hard look at Selvi, and then down to Selvi's canteen, and she says. Right, well, we shall keep that in mind and let us continue our travels. <laughs> and Janessa gives her a little wink. Ah, and that further gives her confidence that you might not be right? all there. It could have been the monkey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. Silence a conspiracy theorist now. <laughs> <laughs> you see one monkey with horns yeah. and a floating parsnip all of a sudden. The okay, how many monkeys do you know can shoot lightning? One. Three. <laughs> <laughs> One for sure. Maybe three, because Selvi has seen some shit. <laughs> yeah, it didn't look much like lightning to me, but yes, I agree. What did it look like? That monkey had, I don't know, just a blast of energy. Yeah, I did the lightning. Oh, I thought the quartermaster got shot in the chest with lightning. It was a it, so it was a shock. It was a it was a blast. It wasn't lightning. Not not by what you could tell. I feel like Keela has a bigger knowledge than the three of us. Yeah. It wasn't like my, my lightning was big. That's why she knows it was the monkey. That's <laughs> Confirm or deny? Um, <laughs> now. Oh, look, here. We need to go this way. Ah. She starts walking. <laughs> so we ate all the turnip, turnips gone? I mean, there's there's still some parsnip. Parsnip. <laughs> The second you said turn up last episode, you damned us all. Yep. I, I said like three times too. But it is a parsnip. It is a large parsnip. Janessa did not touch any ips. No ips. 
So you guys travel for a little bit and you finally come to the edge of the forest where you meet the road. And the road is leading southwest. And Keela says, this is the road to Varna. So are there any creepy girls with prampkins? So you look down the road. <gasps> no. <laughs> no. You are on the road and you start traveling down to Varna. It takes pretty much most of the day. Well, most of the morning anyway. You get to a certain point and, you know, Keela just kind of starts. Listen, I'm I'm sorry I roped all of you into this. I know this is a lot to handle and it's starting to weigh on me a little bit, but I'm appreciative that I have you all here as my backup. I have a team, but obviously we have different jobs in the Sandalwood, so having you three is very nice. Janessa's been... She found some black walnut, like just a branch, and she's been whittling a little dog figurine (laughs) reminiscent of Midnight. And she looks up from it and is like, Keela, you you know we'd always have your back. Yes, I I trust you three. I haven't known most of you long. Um, Obviously, Janessa and I know each other very well, but you two are also very trustworthy, and I'm happy to have you along. I can vouch for them. They're pretty cool. I might not um, partake in any more alcohol with you, but we'll see. That was your own fault. You you downed that first. Look, I've been through hey, it. Hey, hey, hey. No blame. Listen, I've had to clean up after her some nights of too much blackberry wine, so... Okay, okay. Now we're... <laughs> we should move on. <laughs> I, I hold no resentment. <laughs> And so you guys continue to travel for Doesn't a while. Like and uh, I'm learning sarcasm from someone in our group. <laughs> You're learning That's sarcasm? Fantastic. That's amazing. What are you talking about? <laughs> I couldn't possibly know what you're talking about. I said it takes most of the morning. It really doesn't. Like, it takes a couple hours in the morning. You guys are traveling for a long while, and you get you get to a place where you can tell that, like, the trees are kind of thinning out a little bit. Like, it's still pretty thick, but there's some spots where, like, plant plants have opened up, and there's, mm. like, grass everywhere. But Keela looks around, and she says, oh, I, I recognize this marking right here. And she points to a tree, and there's, like, a mark on the tree. It's just, like, a landmarker. It's... Just how people kind of just know how far, how much longer they have to go. She says, Varna should be fairly close from here, so not much longer. And at this point, go ahead and roll perception. We all know what a signpost is, Keela. You can just point it out. Natural 20. And she looks at the tree with the carving in it, and she says, that doesn't look like a sign or a post. 17. It's called a trail marker. (laughs) (laughs) Twenty three. Nice. Because we're still in the forest. Seventeen. Silent and Janessa. You both as you're traveling, you hear talking coming from the right off in the brush. More parsnips. (laughs) Could be. Or a turnip. Nope. (laughs) Apparently there's no turnips in this fucking world. (laughs) So what are they saying? I don't say anything. I'm just putting my finger to my lips. And then I look at Janessa and I point. You have one thing to say? What? Is, no, I'm sorry, sorry. Finish. And then I point to see if she hears the voices as well. And she does like a, a baseball, like she tugs on her ear and wipes under her nose and like points is that forward. What, is that what you think is happening in baseball? Games? I've seen League of Their Own. Yeah. She's still crying in baseball. <laughs> so then I look at uh, Selby and Keela and I kind of give them the 
the hush sign. And Keela stops in her tracks and she's just like, and she gets real quiet. She doesn't say a word. And then hush, hush, hide away. I wave over at Janessa and mm-hmm. see if we can stealth over towards oh. the bushes. Reconnaissance mission or whatever. Nice. So go ahead yeah, yeah, yeah. and roll me stealth. <sighs> I've got 11. 11? Yeah. <laughs> I've got five. Oh, <laughs> even worse. <laughs> so Janessa creeps up into the brush and she's making her way towards the, the sound. Towards the, the sound. Talking. And then Silen comes up behind her and just mauls over her. And you both <laughs> flip out of a bush and into a clearing where you see a man standing there with a young, or an, el- an elf standing there with a younger elf. I stand up and I say, you there. <laughs> and I'm waving behind. I'm like slowly getting up and like waving awkwardly. <laughs> and he just looks at you both and he's like, oh, what is this? <laughs> what is this? And then I'll take a look. Um, so um, what type of elf is he? So you guys scramble to your feet and you get up and you, you look on, on the scene and you see an older elf man with a younger elf boy. You could probably guess by their facial features and hair color that they are related. And you look down in front of them and they are surveying a scene of basically heaps of clothes on the ground. As you get closer, you realize that inside the heaps of clothes are the shriveled skin and bone bodies of two corpses. I was going to guess the rapture. I'll speak in Elvin and I'll say, what's going on? Who are you? I'm Silen of the Sandalwood tribe. At the sandalwood? Do you know anything about this? I don't. What have you found? Oh, my boy and I came across these corpses. It appears they're just skin and bones now. I've never seen anything quite like it. I'm sorry, I say in common. I can't quite... I've been around elves for a while, and I just haven't really picked up the dialect. (laughs) I understand. Sorry, I will use common. And I'm giving a look at Silent. Really? <laughs> this you is my friend Janessa. <laughs> Rude. Hello. Um, Hi, Janessa. I'm Janessa. I'm sorry. I, I skipped over pleasantries. Obviously, this situation is grotesque. My name is Olin. This is my son, Levi. Anyway, we were doing a patrol around the perimeter of our town, and we found these, these bodies. Are you from the city? Varna? Yes. You said town, so I was just mm-hmm. curious. Yes. We're thinking about this. Yes, uh, Varna's just right around the bend over there. But oh. anyway. Well, that's where we're heading, so good luck. Aha. All right, well, good day to you then. <laughs> I'll walk over and attempt to inspect the remains. Uh, Janessa sees that silence holding back, and she goes and gets... I was going to um, say, I feel like you've been gone for a while now, and we're like... Yeah, okay. so uh, Janessa goes out and is like, hey, I, I know we're in a rush, but like silence wanting to investigate there's like a lot of clothes a lot of skin <laughs> and some bones keela's um. eyes get wide thought- oh and don't worry there's like a dad a daddy and a boy i thought keela and sylvie were close <laughs> oh god <laughs> so like so like if i was describing it and you guys were still in earshot <laughs> thought you like creeped up to the bush with so i'm just going up to the tree line and saying all this by the way this is happening <laughs> that makes it even better and so keila keila looks at selvi and she's just like what do you think this is about 
I think Silent may be hungover. Um. <laughs> no, I saw it too. It's not parsnips, I, I promise. Or turnips. <laughs> and she just releases a heavy sigh and she starts Again. making her way through the brush and toward the scene. And she gets on the scene and she sees the bodies laying there, skin and bones with just tunics on. And Told you. She's like, oh my God, what happened here? And Olin's just like, well, like I told your friends, uh, we found them like this. You wouldn't happen to know what happened here. Insight check on the dude when he says, we don't know what happened here. Sure. 11. Can't you tell. can you can tell that this man, Olin, mm-hmm. he is basically carrying farming tools. He doesn't have any weapons on him. His boy has a short sword on him. But that's really about it. He's not. He doesn't really have it drawn. He's just standing there. As far as you can tell, they are what they say they are. They're from Varna, and they did come across this scene. By your knowledge, there's no way that these two could have done this to a person. Can I do a perception check on the clothes to see like where they're from? I'd also like to do a medicine check sure. on the bodies to see if there's they're any alive. punctures or burns. Or... Yeah, absolutely. Do those things. I'm going to do a survival check to see if there's any tracks and be like, hey, Keela, uh, you finished talking to them. <laughs> We're going to get to work on our Scooby-Doo investigation. <laughs> Got eight perception. Eight perception. So they're just regular clothes. They're clothes. You can't tell anything. Twelve medicine. Twelve medicine. You take a look at the body and you would n- you notice that there is definitely a puncture wound on the, the shoulders. <gasps> like right where, right where the arm meets the pectoral muscle basically one puncture wound and then there's another one right around like the hip area oh wow and then i point this out to janessa and keila and Mm -hmm. sully i'm too busy summoning aragorn and like listening to the ground because i rolled a nat 20 (laughs) on my survival check so bringing it to a total of 24 yeah on on like tracks and and figuring out what like how the conflict went about Sure. And yeah. when it happened. You gauge the bodies and you see how they're laying and you can tell that they've been here for probably a day or so. As you kind of like search the area, you find tiny, tiny little shiny fibers pretty much all over the grass and around the trees and stuff. It's not much. It's just like silk. You can tell that whatever was here was just kind of like releasing little silks everywhere. That's really about all you can find out. Silkworm. Is it? Yeah, can I do a nature check real quick before I come back to the group uh, on yeah. the silk? Yeah. Uh, 16 total. You would know that there are creatures, there are insects out there that spend silk like this. Any like kind of spiders. like silkworm or spider mm-hmm. or something like that. Okay. Yeah, I report that all. S- seems as if there's some kind of creature about. And I got some of the silk between my fingers and like showing everyone like... and. I didn't see any tracks, though. No, no tracks. So it's some type of insect or arachnid that produces this type of silk. Mm. I've seen this a few times in the in the forest. And then... Giant point, spiders and the like. I point out the puncture wounds on the shoulder and on the hip and see if uh, they make sense with what you've seen. Yeah. Should I roll another nature on the bodies for the puncture wounds to fit with... To see if they look like... Like spider bites? Yeah, you can do that. Also, nice. do a perception check of the area. Sure. Uh, 19 on the nature. You would say that you could find something 
with a stinger or if a spider was that big, it could have been a spider or something like that. So this is from some type of fang or stinger. It's definitely from an animal that's very large. This is a very large animal. Mm-hmm. I, uh, I rolled a 20, not an act, uh, on my perception. Is there any type of food or anything in the area? Not really. Olin and his son have a sack full of some vegetables and there's like a couple Turnips. of parsnips. parsnips and stuff. It's wondering if there was any food in the area as if could we have possibly been lured to danger last night? Are spiders that smart? I don't think they are. No, they're not. But this Normally. would be a large Thanks, spider. Olin kind of speaks up and he says, no, these are from the town. We, we grow parsnips. You grow parsnips? Yes. Because Silent here really li- seems to like parsnips. Really? I, I pull out uh, a section of the parsnip that we had for breakfast. <laughs> and just to say, like, is it abnormal to have a parsnip this big? And then I pull out, like, one of the slices. And he pulls out a slice of his own. And he's like, well, no, we, we grow them this big. Would there be anyone with the ability to cast invisibility on themselves within your farms? That sounds impossible then no <laughs> okay so you're you're still wrong i silent it's okay he's not wrong it's he okay just he's just sleepy. figuring it out that's true he was tired he was so sleepy he was asleep. probably because of you selvie i let's not cast blame everyone it was delicious thank she you. who is without drugs can cast the first stone <laughs> He like looks at the three of you talking and he looks to Keela and Keela's just kind of like raises her hands in the air like she's just shrugging big time. Like I have no idea what these three are talking that's about. A, that's a classic Chasm Quest NPC reaction. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I um, and she speaks up and she says, you say you, you grow these in town. Are we, we're close, right? He's like, yes. I, like I said, it's just around the bend over there. And Do you have a way of bringing these remains to the town? Not currently, no. If we... A cart, wagon. Oh, we didn't bring anything with us. We were just making a trip out to uh, gather some some herbs to take back home. Well, let's help you get those herbs and we'll go back to town with you and see if anyone's heard of more of this happening. Yes, that uh, that's fine. We are, we're going to head back and Listen. alert our town leader of what we've found here. Olaf. Uh, so uh, I go off to like start... Olin. <laughs> And he like scowls right. at you. Olaf. Um I go to like do a survival check to pick herbs with him. Uh nineteen. So I'm like going and what would probably be difficult for him to find, I'm just like throwing the herbs into his hands. And he's rather impressed. He Listen. like looks at you and he's just like, Oh wow, this would have taken me hours. I know, I know. Uh, Olin, has there been any rumors of uh uh, a dagger about the city? A dagger? Yeah, uh, maybe a mystical dagger, that type of thing. You lot are something else. And he, like, just kind of shrugs you off and he turns and he says, uh, Come on, Levi, let's head back to oh, town. Oh, oh, well, uh, while they're talking and gathering, I'd like to fashion just a, like a makeshift stretcher that I can drag oh. and load the corpses onto it. I feel and like they're like Halloween decoration at this point. Yeah, you could like just like pick them up pounds. and dangle them around. <laughs> well, they're not connected. <laughs> just skin and bone. He's not connected. <laughs> Olin and Levi see you making these like stretchers and they like, they take note of it and they're like, 
that's very kind of you. And they, they come to help you. And they want to also get these people in because they've made it apparent that these two corpses are probably from their village. And, and Olin is a parent. And ha- mm-hmm. Olin is a parent. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you only get two heavy sighs per day. It so. wasn't that. that was it's a, a groan. I'll allow you three. You can have three. <laughs> you give her inspiration. <laughs> oh I didn't gosh. get inspiration. <laughs> Keela's already used her two heavy sighs. Yeah. So. <laughs> Encroaching upon a third. That's like <laughs> a heavy size, also like silent when he's having a bad day. Yeah. Oh, oh that's cute. <laughs> that's so pretty heavy. You guys gather up the bodies on these stretchers. Janessa and doesn't touch those things. You kind of just kind of put them all They're on coist. one stretcher. Yeah. You just carry it back to town and you start coist. making. They're what? Coist. Coist? <laughs> Oh, I thought it was like a different, I thought you were saying moist, but like in a, I don't know. No. They're coist. They're coist. 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 Maybe there's some treasure around too. (laughs) You put the bodies on the same stretcher and you're just taking them back to town. Mm -hmm. Doesn't take very, very long. And then you come up to a part in the road where you can see that the terrain is changing. As you make your way, you approach a small fence made of skinny branches running perpendicular with the road. The fence breaks as it crosses the road and appears to leave a wide gap large enough to allow all sizes of carts and horses through easily. The fence itself doesn't appear to be a barrier to keep anything in or out, but it looks as though it is meant to be a territory marker. On the inside of the small fence, as you look from left to right while entering, you see that the land is flat and cleared of trees, but not empty. Everywhere you look, the fields in front of you are populated by rather tall green plants with very large hairy leaves as the stems stretch up to about five or six feet high. Those are spider legs. At the very peak of these tall plants are a canopy of yellow flowers contrasting the greenery of this luscious field. As you peer farther back, you see the very same plants rising up even taller and wider still, stretching to heights of eight to ten feet tall. In the center of all the yellow and green, the road comes to a clearing. In the middle sits a small village where elves can be seen beginning their day. It appears that these elves are also getting ready for a festival. Many are buzzing around, hanging up deep red ribbons on the posts outside of town buildings, and some are carting around wheelbarrows full of different items. Getting closer to the village, you see one man cart by with a wheelbarrow full of bags of flour. Another zooms past with sacks of food or spices. And as you near the center of the town square... There is a large water well in the middle, and across the courtyard to your right, you see a large stage getting decorated in the same fashion with the red ribbons. You look up at a large building on your left and see a banner that reads Criosa Nose in Elven, which Sai and Selvi recognize as meaning welcome family, or more specifically, welcome ancestors. As you gaze around at this small town, it is apparent that everyone here is doing their part to prepare. It is apparent that much celebration is to be had tonight. And as much as you wanted to ignore the fact, it is apparent that there are pumpkins everywhere. Oh. And we are back. What's up, you guys? Taylor here once again to bring you another smooth little mid-roll. I hope all of you are doing very well. I am currently cranking the good vibes meter up past 11, and I'm going to try to get it past 12, but we'll see what I can manage. I will litter the universe with positive rays of druid magic for you and only you, dear listener. As you know, DM is Taylor, Silent is Micah, Janessa is Andrew, and Selvi is Jenna. 
A lot of fun things are happening here at Chasm Quest, starting with getting you fueled up for adventure. Tell me, dear beautiful listener, what gets you completely amped and ready to tackle the fiercest of foes? Is it coffee? You betcha. But coffee doesn't really feel D&D enough, does it? Well, I do know a way to fix that, with a beautiful little thing I like to call found familiar coffee. Yes, that is right, my friends. Found Familiar Coffee is a fantastic coffee company who happen to be supporters of creatives like me and you. And because of their drive for a meshing of role-playing games and a joy of coffee, Found Familiar has created a line of D&D-themed coffee products with beautiful D&D-themed artwork right smack dab, pause to do a dab, on the label. Some of their blends of coffee include Facestep, a Guatemalan blend, Inspiration, a Brazilian blend, Metamagic, I don't really know how to pronounce where that's from. And lastly, Thieves Can't, a secret blend that answers the age-old question, can thieves? No, they can't. Moving on from the dad jokes, all these beautiful blends of coffee can be found at their website, foundfamiliar.com, and you can find these and much more that they are ready to ship right to you. So get yourself a fresh blend of morning aromas and D&D for the second you wake up at foundfamiliar.com and use the promo code STAYROWDY for 10% off of your order. That is a rowdy deal. That's foundfamiliar.com and promo code stay rowdy. And guess what? Another development has peeked its wonderful head out of the apple barrel. Are you like me? Do shiny, colorful gaming dice occupy a large chunk of your frontal lobe? Well, I know someone who is offering some very cool deals. It's Roll With Advantage. Roll With Advantage has a wonderful collection of dice varying in so many majestic colors and even recently are featuring some pride-themed dice that are outrageously cool. They are the perfect dice to make clickety-clacks on your kitchen table and therein proceed to do maths with them. And the great news that just rolled in is that they are running a promo for our listeners here at Chasm Quest to save 15% on your dice purchase. The deals keep dealing! If you want to check out their dice, head over to rollwithadvantage.com.au That's an Australian domain. And enter the promo code QUEST15 at checkout to get your dice at 15% off. Pretty soon, some sparkly math rocks are going to be making their way right to your door. So remember, rollwithadvantage.com.au And then enter the promo code QUEST15 at checkout. Obviously, this quarantine has been kicking everyone's butt, and staying indoors is both kind of cool slash the absolute bane of our existence. But we have been having a lot of fun connecting with fans of the show through our Discord, and hanging out with you guys could not be cooler. This past week, we even had an online video chat tea party. If you would like to join in on the Chasm Quest community fun, just click the link in the description of the episode and join our Discord. We have had some real growth in the community in the last couple of weeks and have made new friends with some very talented people. And talking with y'all about the show friggin' rules. And it's fun for me, knowing what I know, just to read about your theories and favorite characters. My favorite character is obviously Wagon. If you would like to support us, we do have a Patreon, and for the month of April, we are offering all of the material we are posting at the $1 tier. That means if you join our Patreon for a dollar, you will get access to songs, myths, legends, bonus episodes, a rap song we did, um, and the uh, other stuff like origin stories, artwork, and much, much more, all available to you at the $1 tier till the end of April. If you do join, send us a message. We'd love to hear from you. Just head over to patreon.com slash chasmquest. And you know the drill. If you love what we're doing, please feel free to reach out to us on Twitter and Instagram at ChasmQuest. During this quarantine, seeing all your kind words has been very uplifting and definitely given me the drive I need to continue to pump these episodes out. So thank you guys from the bottom of my tiny lizard heart. 
If you want to rate and review our show, you can do so on Apple Podcasts and a new service called Podchaser at podchaser.com. And we would be eternally grateful, you dashing listener, you. Okay, I'm going to go order some pizza. Enjoy the craving I just caused. See ya. And as much as you wanted to ignore the fact, it is apparent that there are pumpkins everywhere. You know, we saw pumpkins everywhere before we found my... Uh, place ransacked. Yeah, I know. Speaking to the father. You're praying. <laughs> Sorry. Where might we find your elder or your town leader? He looks from left to right. And you can, this town is a very, very small town. And so there's not a whole lot of buildings. And actually, let me pull out a map. So there's no city. No. I called it a city, but it's a small town. Okay, cool. I was getting confused. So how many like people? Ooh. It's so pretty. Because if two are missing, are, are we coming knows in each this? Other. Oh yeah, we're we would be coming in this way, right? Right. And this is to our right. This is to our left. So yep. I would like to not alarm this small town, but we need to find our way to the cemetery. No, oh. most likely to. Uh, to <laughs> we do have a bunch of dead bodies <laughs> on us. Town right leader now. is or uh, yeah, a meeting hall. Olin gets the gist of what you're saying, and he says. Hold on one second. Wait right here. Let me go get our town leader. And he kind of hands his side of the stretcher off to Levi, and he goes into town to find his leader. So, uh, Levi, you like uh, parsnips? Yeah, they're fine, I guess. How you feel about turnips? Mm, not so much. You ever run around the forest carrying parsnips, kind of like waving them in the air and then leaving them? And he kind of rolls his eyes and he scratches the back of his head. He's like, oh, boy. Yeah, sure. You know of any other kids pranking each other, kind of trying to spook each other, carrying around parsnips through the forest? And he gets like this look of bewilderment on his face. Just like, what is this guy talking about? Look, we could hook you up with some drugs if you give us that. No, (laughs) no. Levi, how old are you? (laughs) I'm 20. All right. So... Spring chicken. We're doing bad cop, bad cop, right? <laughs> That's why I'm trying to sell him trucks. <laughs> How many fingers you got left? All right. So we've got a few things to uh, to handle, but since we've come across this, we'd want to make sure these people are honored. Have you had any issues or recent disturbances in the town? Well, this is the first that I've found of it. We haven't really had any reports like this yet. Things are normally going crazy in the city, but, I mean, we have our own form of protection, so it's not really something we worry about. Are there many fighters such as yourself? Well, I wouldn't call myself much of a fighter, really, but there aren't many people in this town that do much combat. What do you mean by going crazy all the time? Well, I mean, just threats. I don't know. People get it in their mind that we have our ancestors watching out over us. It is said that long ago that this town was attacked and our ancestors drove them back and sacrificed themselves in the process. But that's if you believe in that sort of thing. And do you believe in that sort of thing? Well, uh, my feelings are complicated. Oh. We uh, Same. <laughs> it me. Janessa <laughs> <laughs> puts out her fist to pound. And he like timidly just kind of yeah. pounds mm. your fist. Slowly pound. And no. just as you're saying that, Olin comes back and he brings he brings forth a, a black-haired elf with a tan robe on. And he comes forth. How long he, is the hair? What? <laughs> you said that crazy pirate. Yeah. 
Oh, elf. yeah. He also had, had short, short black hair. Black hair. Totally. Same guy. Oh, <laughs> shit! We tried to run away from him! <laughs> so this elf shows up behind Olin, and he's got, like, short black hair, and he's got, like, a tan robe on, and he's, like, really frail-looking. He just looks like the leader of the town. He doesn't look like he's any kind of combat official. He looks like... Or a pirate. He doesn't look like a pirate. Okay. He looks just like... A guy in government who just doesn't do a whole lot of anything except or a spider wizard or a swizzard. Swizzard sweets, my favorite. (laughs) (laughs) Or a spizzard? I haven't decided. It'd be more of a spizzard. Spizzard. He rushes forward and he says, "Oh my God, what happened? Look, I know you've never seen a half walk around, but get out of the way. I'm talking about my (laughs) civilians." Yeah. You know these, you know these, uh, um, uh, um, remains? <laughs> yes, I do. They Not much remains. So they lived at the house just down the, down the way over there. Last house on the left? Are they on the outskirts of town? No, just, well, I mean, every house is on the outskirts of our town. We, our town's not that very big. A lot of but, skirts. Oh, this is dreadful. This is awful. Olin, what happened? And Olin kind of steps forward and he just says, well, we found them out in the woods we were out getting some spices and we found them like this they're basically skin and bones and he says oh this is miserable here uh do something cover them up we need to we need to cover this and don't let any of the townsmen see it before we cover it and then i pull back some of the garments to show the puncture wounds by the shoulder and by the hips and then i gesture to janessa so that she might show the silk web that was found near the site yeah and i had already wiped it off but i quickly get a boogie (laughs) no i'm just getting iced (laughs) and i stretch out the snot and i'm like see (laughs) and it's orc boogies he is thoroughly grossed out no no no. it's it's oh what oh listen i am a huntress of these forests and i know the silk of an arachnid or an insect when i see one something large and dangerous is surrounding your town and is killing your people there's no need to be timid about this we can handle it i will put out the word as long as our villagers do not leave the perimeter we've set then our ancestors will protect us i am sure of it also, what's with all the pumpkins? Oh, that was a uh, a young lady came in. Fuck. A little bit, not too long ago, maybe yesterday, and she kind of, she's been dispersing her pumpkins all over the place. Was I don't know. She she's about to. Two musicians, quote unquote. Well, no, she was with three. What? Three. Did the, how how many of them had sackcloth over their face? Well, all of them, and oh. I did find that weird. I. Thank you. Thank you. Are are finally. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are they still here? They are. They, they uh, ran an errand, but they'll be back later. She's performing tonight with her m- band of minstrels. For your festival? Yes. We, uh, we take pride in our festival here. It is, it is the festival of the ancestors, and we are to give tribute of a plentiful harvest. Okay. Well, just an FYI. Um, I don't know if this is connected, but we just came from Sinneath, and I'm just saying, these people performed there, and they are under attack right now, so you may want to do some, I don't know, background check into these musicians, yeah. Oh, well, I know it might seem weird, but we've, we've had Renetta pass through our town before, and she 
This is that has never happened to us. Plus, like I said, our ancestors will protect us. So this when, ground is sacred. When we met Renetta, she only had two gentlemen mm-hmm. in sackcloth. Oh, I didn't know she was hiring. <laughs> That's exactly my concern. Well, that a job's a job, I suppose. Anyway, we have to cover up these bodies. Yeah, you can get gods to do all that. We need to start searching the... Can we talk to you in private? I suppose you can, yes. What would you like to speak of? Right, Keela? And I like look to Keela like on the right track. So Keela's like looking at you like, where are you going with this? And I go (laughs) around the shoulder of the leader and I say, I'm awking day about the agar day. Oh, yes. Did you put Pig Latin in your languages? Yeah. (laughs) Common Orc Sylvan Pig Latin. It's actually Boar Latin, where I'm from. Yeah. And so she she gets wide-eyed, and she she remembers, like, that's right. Oh. She's all in for it. She's like, yes, let's let's speak in private. Olin, he kind of just says, okay, well, I'm going to go get some other townsfolk. Levi, would you mind getting a sheet to cover these? Or just cover them with parsnips or something. Whatever you got on hand. That, okay. And he completely ignores that. <laughs> so <laughs> rude. So. <laughs> they're fun people. They're not very mm. smart. Oh, man. So prejudiced. Yeah. Hey, he's, the guy screamed when he saw me. Why don't we <laughs> just put him on some sticks and fly him like a kite? A, New scarecrows. <laughs> Take some of those pumpkins and put them on top. So Olin kind of looks to his leader and he says, has there been any word about who has been chosen and his leader just goes no word yet but i imagine it'll be really soon chosen for what well we've got a ceremony tonight and every time we have the ceremony someone is chosen to you know pay tribute and help us with the ceremonies nope someone (laughs) and what does it this is some midsummer shit (laughs) yeah and what does it mean to pay tribute because we've heard about this tale of this town and and how it was started and protected and all that the word Sacrifice. sacrifice maybe comes to mind. Sorry he kind of looks at you with a scowl and he's just like, oh, how dare you outsiders come in here and talk of our standards. And then just as you're saying that, a loud scream fills the air from inside the town. See, Sounds like your ancestors are hard at work. Our ancestors are always hot at work. Boom roasted! <laughs> yeah. I'm hype dancing behind oh. Silen. A scream rings out in the town. You all look over to see a crowd of civilians gathered around the door of a townhome. As you make your way through, you push some people to the side and see next to the door of this townhouse is the motionless corpse of a dead fox. On the door painted in blood from the fox is a large red circle. The leader of the town makes his way to the door and places his hand on it, releasing a heavy sigh. Olin steps forward as the crowd parts, allowing him and his son to pass through. Olin, Levi, it truly is always a bittersweet honor. Olin places his hand on Levi's shoulder, and a tear slides down his face. Smiling, he says, You have made me proud, boy. I always knew you were destined for greatness. This is wonderful news. Levi looks down, placing his hand on a short sword at his side, and says, I know someone who might not agree with you. Suddenly, a small elf boy of about 14 charges through the crowd. He sees the circle on the door and says, No! Not Levi! I prayed for it not to be Levi! This isn't fair! No! 
<laughs> and he breaks down into sobs as he buries his face in Levi's chest. The crowd then begins to disperse. We gotta get Levi out of here. Maybe, maybe not. Let me speak to the elder. Wink, wink. Is anyone wink? around us right now? <laughs> well, people are kind of around. Olin's around. Levi's there. Uh, the leader's standing right next to you. I, for the first time, I'm going to come really close to, to Silent and, and up to you, and I say, we have a mysterious dagger on the loose. We have what could be a sacrifice. We need to get this kid out of here. If he's going to sacrifice himself with that dagger, that might be the way to get close to it. You're willing to give up the life of a youngin for the gain of this dagger? Well, you heard Levi. He's not necessarily a believer, so he might not be willing to give up his life. Wait, do we know the dagger's here? The map has led us here. I right? mean, but like, do we know it's here? Not yet. I'd like to speak to the leader and see how this sacrifice is supposed to come about. Yeah, they're unwilling to admit it, so I don't think we'll get far, but... He may not be willing to speak to you. Okay. But he may be willing to speak to myself or Selvi and just maybe play up to their ancestors and their way of doing things. All right, I'm going to try and track down that 14-year-old boy. (laughs) But I only know through exposition. <laughs> the young boy who did not like oh, that, that hugged Levi. Him. Oh, oh, oh. Yeah. I searched the crowd for the boy. He's literally right in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> he's just staring up at her. He's, he's up at her. holding Levi and he's got oh, his face they're still there. Into, yeah. I thought you meant when the crowd's like <laughs> The crowd disperses, yes. Oh. But Olin and Levi and the leader is next to them as well. And you guys are all standing in front of this townhouse. Okay. I thought you meant in a creepy way. The kid was like, yes. You want to talk to me? I know, right? I thought he was like staring into my soul. What do you want, you orc lady? Um, <laughs> all right, you all speak to the leader. Obviously, he did not like outsiders, and I clearly I get the message that I am more of an outsider than even you two. So I will sneak into the shadows and keep an eye on that young boy. I'll go up to the leader. Selby, would you... Yes, I'll, I'll come with you. And Janessa, you know, no hard feelings. I have a feeling this town, you don't really want to be welcomed here. So it's okay. And I kind of pat her on the shoulder again. Thanks. Of course. Uh, so I make a stealth check to kind of fall between buildings or behind a building to sure. keep an eye on the young boy who did not want Levi to die. Yeah. Or be chosen, rather. <laughs> 18. Good enough. You slink off and you're hidden from this collection of people cool so i go up to the leader it appears that levi has been chosen for a great honor yes i'm definitely sad to know that he will be lost but as i understand it is how you continue the protection of your ancestors well yes it will be difficult seeing levi go but he's going to live with the ancestors so it shouldn't be a problem oh where are my manners? I am so sorry. My name is Lita Tower. Tower. I am Silent Sandalcar of the Sandalwood. It is nice to meet you, and uh, w- w- weren't there three of you a minute ago, or four of you? 
Oh, yes. Well, Janessa, you know, she had to um, go. But go. Hi. Yes, she had to take a break. Um, Tawa, uh, I'm Selvie. It is so nice to meet you. Thank you so much for inviting us into your village. We're very so nice to, to meet be- you as well. Yes, and thank you. And you are, and Keela kind of steps forward and she says, My name is Keela of the Sandalwood tribe. We've traveled quite the distance to come and, well, accomplish some business. We, we were attacked and we had to escape. And he was like, oh, I'm sorry to hear that. Well, I can assure you, if a lot of you stay here within the boundaries of this town, our ancestors would be more than happy to protect you as well. Would you mind if we stayed to ensure that whatever attacked your citizens on the outskirts of town don't make any way into the town? Oh, absolutely. And and Olin kind of steps up and he says, maybe we got off on the wrong foot. But if you lot would like to stay here with me and my family, then you may do so. My house is open to you. Thank you, Olin. his house is the one with the red circle and blood on the door right next to you guys. So I'll turn to Olin, shake his hand and say, I'd I'd be very grateful to stay with you and, and enjoy the hospitality of your family. Wonderful to hear. I will let my wife know. He goes inside, so does Levi, and so does the little boy. They live there. They're just doing their normal stuff. No sooner do they go inside when a woman comes up to Tawa, kind of panicked. And she's just like, my husband, I haven't seen him all morning. He didn't return home last night. Please, please, you have to help me find him. He was in the fields out north. And she points to the north fields towards the uh, northern tree line, basically. And Tawa says, oh, uh, oh, this is very troubling. I'm sure he just lost track of time or something. Maybe he just went for a nap. And she's like, no, this isn't like him. Please, please go find him. And Tawa looks to you too and Keela, and he says, uh, I don't exactly have the military means of going out, but I mean, I have some other things I need to attend to. Do you, would you mind running an errand for me while you're here? Not at all really quickly to that um (laughs) (laughs) he smiles at silent he's like nods his head ah i just happy we opened ourselves to you selvi a look um we should do all that we can to be of aid all right i yes i would love to help on your little errand of course of course yeah (laughs) well that is wonderful to hear keila steps says she kind of speaks up and she says yes we uh we are very skilled in this manner. We will find him no problem. And you guys make your way to the north fields. Before we take off, I would like to speak with the wife to see who her husband is, what he looks like, and what he was wearing. And mm-hmm. was he with anyone else? Janessa. So have they pretty much dispersed from the front of the house? If you were to turn, you would still see them talking in front of the house with the leader. You would see that Olin and his kids have gone inside, and now there's a new woman talking to Silent, and that's what you can see. What I want to do is get a survival check, because I'm just kind of right around the corner. I want to get a survival check on the fox and see if there is any type of blood trail, if the, if the fox was sacrificed there on it, and where the person came from or went, see if there's any tracks leading there, because it seems like it just happened and was just discovered mm-hmm. within the past hour. Yeah. 
Okay, that's a 12 total survival. You would see that the only blood is basically on the front porch area and on the door and from a pool collecting under this fox corpse. Right. You look around to like look for any kind of footsteps or anything like that, but the problem is there was just a very large crowd surrounding this door looking at it. So being able to discern where a person went from that location, you couldn't really tell. But, I mean, it it just seems like somebody showed up to the door, killed the fox, did what they had to do, and then dropped the fox and took off. Can I tell what was used to paint the circle on the door? Sure. It was just a hand. Ooh. It looks just like handprints in the circle. Hmm. (laughs) I'm going to first perception check into the house, still stealthing. To see if I can see if the youngest boy or even Levi have gone off on their own. Go for it. 19. You peer into the window and a 19 shows you that everybody is accounted for in the house. You look in and you see Olin and Levi talking to Olin's wife. And it's kind of hard to hear. It's kind of muffled. But she breaks into sobs. And she just sits down in a chair and she covers her face and she's crying her eyes out. And where's the youngest? He's in the room kind of off, kind of kind of scowling and just kind of just in a huff with his arms crossed, just like almost angry. Is he far enough away that I could try to get his attention without getting the attention of the others? Um, depending on how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> if I go around like say the back of the house closer to a window near him, like do I see a window anywhere near him? Yeah, he's there's a window on the other side of the of the room and he's sitting next to that window. Okay, I take out a quick piece of paper. I write out and my penmanship's like that of a, a fifth grader. <laughs> you just send a paper airplane? I'm going to write on the note and say I can Do help you like me, yes, maybe. <laughs> I'm going to write on the note, my friends and I can help save Levi. I'm going to come up to that back window and kind of perch it on the window and tap on it and then duck away. Nice. So um, you don't see this, but basically he turns like he hears the tap and he looks over and he sees the note and he like kind of jumps a little bit and he reads the note and then he, he looks at his family and he starts to get up and he starts to creep towards the back door. Nice. And he slides out to the back door and he peeks his head around the corner at the window and he sees this giant <laughs> half-orc woman crouching, yeah, crouching the, by the window. Bushes, yeah. And she doesn't even know that he's there yet because and he just kind of sees you and he like ducks back behind the corner and like then he peers out again and he starts to get a little more courage and he looks back in the door and then he, in a huff, he just, hey, oh, hey, come out, come out. Close the door behind you. And he he's goes to close the door very gently. Quiet. And he closes it, and then he starts to creep towards you very warily. He's not quick about his actions, but he's getting a little closer to you so he sure. can hear you better. And I, I just go ahead, and, and I, like, sit on the ground. My hands are nowhere near my weapons. I'm trying to give off a very unthreatening, I know how I look. Mm-hmm. <laughs> And I, I take up the paper and I put it in and as stealthily as possible, I begin to whisper to him and say, boy, what is your name? I wish to help you. My name is Cole. Cole, me and my friends have just come into town. 
we don't like this chosen uh, feature of your ancestors as much as you do. Why not? Well, why don't you want Levi to be chosen? It's just, he's going to go and live with the ancestors, and I'll be here without him. What do you know about this ritual? How will he go to live with the ancestors? Well, I've never seen it before. But we'll do the ceremony, and then the ancestors will take him. Uh, do you know more about the ceremony or how we can learn what the ceremony is? And he like scratches his head and he kind of shakes his head. And he's like, I've not really. Just what Levi has told me. Do you know anyone else in this town who doesn't want Levi to be chosen or anyone to be chosen for that matter? Well, being chosen is an honor. But you're not happy about your brother being chosen, huh? No, I'm going to miss him. Has anyone new come to town in the past week or so? Maybe even the past month? Other than the musicians, who are super creepy. Other than them, no. Not really. (laughs) Nobody. Do you know anything about a dagger? A mystical dagger. Is there any part of the ceremony that involves a dagger? Or maybe rumors around town? Not that I would know. The last ceremony was held before I was ever born, so... Well... If we were able to get Levi out of this town before the ceremony, would you be willing to help? I would like to do all I can, but that's going to be hard to convince Levi. Well, we might have to take him against his wishes. Would you be willing to help? I don't know. That sounds like a lot. And I take out a small gold piece. And he sees it and his eyes light up. and (laughs) He's never seen that much gold in his one because <laughs> yeah. he like does not right. handle any kind of money and right nothing in town is like nobody ever uses gold right. to buy anything right where did you get that we are adventurers and we are here to help you we come across treasure pretty easily <laughs> but i can part from this if you help us i will give this to you you can get those new Air Jordans you've been looking at. Well, it sounds like a a win for me. That's a lot. And if it helps my brother, then good. I want to have him around forever. I want that for you, too. And he reaches for the gold. And when he takes it, I grab his hand and I say... He he gets scared really quickly. He's like, "Ah, ah, let me go. Calm. Calm yourself. I want you to know that although your ancestors protect this town... No one can protect you more than yourself. And I let go of his hand. And he just looks at the gold, and then he looks up at you. Janessa meets up with you guys, and she kind of catches up with you, and you guys are heading northward toward basically the north tree line. Didn't we come from the north? So you came from the east. There's a road that comes from the northeast and it travels down into Varna. And you guys are in the center of town and now you're heading straight north mm-hmm. to the fields toward the northern tree line. Walking in with the mm-hmm. wife. Yeah, so the wife, she doesn't walk with you all the way. She just kind of like points in the direction once she gets to the end of the stage and she says, they're that way. 
This he is super village style. Okay. Like the so, village, yeah. yeah. We don't go way. past the tree. And then right. I, remembering the two corpses that we brought, mm-hmm. I asked, what was your husband wearing? Was he with, was he with anyone? Um, any distinguishing features? Nice. So she says, no, he wasn't with anyone. It's not a distinguishing feature. She starts to describe... He was wearing no clothes. <laughs> she starts to describe... <laughs> <laughs> That's why he was out in the fort. Does he carry turnips with him? <laughs> She starts to describe what her husband was wearing and it's just a typical like white tunic with like black pants and it's it's nothing that the other two were wearing. You can tell that this person is probably a different person. As we're walking, I ask her if she can tell me anything about the ceremony. Oh, it's the ceremony we have every time the ancestors choose someone. Some years they don't choose anyone. Some years they do. This particular instance, it happened to be about 40 years. And we haven't had a ceremony since the last time, which was 40 years ago. Mm. What happens in the ceremony? The ancestors pick a family, and as you saw, that mark was on the door. And when the mark is given to the door, the firstborn of that household is to be given as tribute to the ancestors. And then they go and they live with the ancestors. Is it always the firstborn, or if the firstborn is not there, is it the secondborn? No, it's pretty much always the firstborn. Or if they're an only child, it's the only child in the residence. Okay, but where do the ancestors live? Here. Uh, in the village? Yes. Like underground, right? N- like, no. they're dead, right? No, Sylvie, they protect the village. <laughs> and, and she starts to get weirded out by Sylvie. They protect. <laughs> we say heck. <laughs> Most important, I- insect. <laughs> So, <laughs> it's insects. Anyway, no so she's like kind of slowing down because you guys are nearing the, the fields now. I thank her and uh, we'll make our way towards the woods. Thank you. Please. So I, I, w- I would like to take Sylvie and Janessa and Keela and I say, okay, I don't know where this guy is. I don't plan on looking for this guy. He's definitely dead. Yes. You came out here to do drugs with us. (laughs) I want you guys to know that I am trying my best to play along with the leader. He needs to know that we are in favor of whatever their customs are so that they won't be suspicious of us. The last thing we need is an entire town wanting to assault us for ruining whatever their custom is. Mm -hmm. Also, the worst type of corruption to fight is the kind that is wholeheartedly justified. Mm -hmm. Keela, do you know anything about this town that would have warned us of what what we're to face? Well, no. I mean, they've just been a town, really. No different from most of our towns. They just have their own traditions. I mean, it hasn't happened in 40 years. It doesn't happen that often. But nothing jumped out at you when you saw that that's where the map was leading us. Well, I I imagine that we are hot on the trail. But, I don't know, we're going to have to do a bit more investigation before we can find out that, I suppose. All right. I, I begin looking for tracks of a single person coming from the fields into the forest. Well, before you do, everybody roll perception. Ah. 18 for Janessa. Nice. 17. Beautiful. Ha! Finally beat you. <laughs> Twelve. Twelve. Okay. Typical. So 
The two of you, Silen and Janessa, you hear digging coming from the field, and you can hear like the clanking of kind of tools getting like rammed together, and then you hear that coming from the other side of a patch of tall green plants with the yellow canopies on top. Sunflowers? So if you knew anything about plants, these are parsnips. (laughs) And they grow very tall with very yellow canopies on Wait, top. for real? Well, they don't. They don't. In oh. my story. I feel like Selby, though, would know something about plants yeah. in game. So in real world, in real world, they're like, they grow up maybe waist high. Yeah. But in this world, they're giant. So Not just this village in the whole world. You've never seen parsnips this big before. Okay. So they're big, but they, yeah, they grow. Okay. Okay. <laughs> so you hear digging coming from the north along the tree line on the other side of this, this patch of of large parsnips. So it's metallic? We do hear well, you metal hear, pieces yeah, You moving. hear like, like digging. clanks and digging. Sounds like farmers. Could you cut us a path? Oh, yeah. If you look in front of you, you see that the path is kind of clear. You're in kind of like an aisle between the crop fields, mm. and it kind of bends around to the left as you travel north. I say, oh, yeah, because there's already a path. Well, <laughs> And I, I wink at I don't <laughs> intend to take the path. Oh. We you take the path less through. traveled. Yeah. <laughs> we can go straight through the canopy. Very poetic of you. Yeah, let's go. The path less parsnipped. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it turnips all of a sudden to the left? It turnips <laughs> sharply to the left. <laughs> but the noises are coming from straight. You would determine that the noises are coming from around the bend on wow. the other side of the parsnips. Just around the turnip bend. Yes, all the colors of the turnips. All right, I guess we should maybe... But they're parsnips, just for the record. (laughs) (laughs) Let's go investigate. All right. Oh, by the way, we heard noises, Selvi. I know you didn't hear it. (laughs) I just deduced that you heard something. You were just playing Game Boy over there. (laughs) Game Monkey Boy? Hey. (laughs) We need to be on the lookout for Monkey Boys, by the way. (laughs) Boo's around here somewhere. If I hear any e-e-u-as. Yeah. Ting tang walla walla bing bing. I, I lead the group through, uh, and I just go ahead and take the bend. I don't try to cut through anything. I just want I want to get cool. eyes on what's making this noise. Yeah. So are you peeking around the bend? Yeah. Just you? You guys are behind him? Mm-hmm. All right. So Janessa, she gets up to the edge, and she peeks around the parsnip corner. It's like the corner of the crop field, and she peeks around the last stalk of parsnips. And uh, in front of you, you see three very large red worms. Two of them are rolling around in abandoned farming equipment, and one of them is digging and kind of making its way towards you. Oh, fuck. Digging with what? Its mouth. Have you seen tremors? (laughs) Mm, It's the worst. (laughs) Speaking of which, it kind of stops and it raises up and it senses the trembles coming from your footsteps, and then it screeches, and the other two jerk their heads over towards the one that's screeching, and they all start charging towards you. Roll initiative. This is a turnip of events. <laughs> <laughs> I say this could be the perfect diversion to get Levi out of town. Awesome. Eight. Uh, uh, Fourteen. Five. Keela hears the screeches and she jerks around the corner and just races forward right past Janessa, right as the first worm reaches the area. And she slashes hard with her greatsword. 
She strikes it with four damage. It takes a cut on the side, and that's pretty much all she does. The next thing we're going to do is go to Janessa. Are they traveling above ground or below ground? They are above ground. Are they all very close to each other? The first one is basically right up on you within 15 feet. Okay. The other two are making their way over. They're closer to 30 feet away. Okay, so this is a 40-foot diameter, so I could get all three with this spell? They're cool. 30 feet away, so yeah. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to cast Spike Growth. Oh. And so the ground in a 20-foot radius, centered on a point within range, twists and sprouts hard spikes and thorns. Janessa sees that these three large worms are rushing toward them and wants to slow them down. So she, before she even draws her bow, puts out her hand and her hand glows with this kind of like green ethereal smoke. And from the turnip, (laughs) (laughs) from the parsnip greens and stalks, Janessa can see vines growing stealthily down from them and spikes growing out of the vines and wrapping and intermingling into this 40-foot diameter of ground between the worms and our group. This is all camouflage, though, to look like normal green awesome. uh, grass yeah. that they're going through, but in reality it is spikes and difficult terrain. I then use my bonus action to okay. to say to my group, that um, do not approach them. Let them come to us. Perfect, yeah. These spikes litter the playing field, and next we're going to move to Silent. Now, the very edge of it is within the area of the red worm that Kila is fighting, but if it's a large creature, then only half of it is still within it. You could still approach that one. About how long are these creatures? You would guess that this particular red worm would be 25 feet long. The size of, I don't know, a great white shark. Okay. From Jaws. I stride up to Kila and holding my staff, I start bashing and thrusting with the spade point of my staff into this creature. Yeah. Roll the hit. 19. 20. 21, 11, and 21. 11 does not hit. The rest do. I'm guessing you're using uh, Fury of Blows. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot. <laughs> I was like, that's a lot of attacks. <laughs> and you just rolled two sixes on two 2d6. Yes. 32 points of damage. 32 points of damage. This one took a hit. So as I run up with my staff, I take the spade point of my staff and I stab it into the side of the worm. And as it recoils, I hold the edge of the staff where the ring is and I swing it downward in a angle and let it come forward up over my shoulder and down again, creating a large X where I cut into the flesh. Nice. And it screams and it rears back and it's just like... And you've heard it a lot, but it is still up. So next we're going to go to Selvi. The closest one is 15, and the other two are an additional 15 away, 30 feet away from mm-hmm. you currently. I want to cast Moonbeam. Cool. Selvi starts casting a spell. She sees that they're focused on the one nearest to them, so she wants to focus on the ones that are quickly coming up from behind. So she starts casting a spell, and she calls down a silvery beam of pale light. Oh, a silvery beam of pale light. That's awesome. It falls down a 40-foot high cylinder 
onto the um, worm on the far right. <laughs> Doing how much damage? Two. Two points of Wow. Nice. <laughs> so that's very spectacular. And then two points of damage. Mm-hmm. That's hilarious. Awesome. Good she's, showmanship. She's just getting started. Yeah. Beautiful. It's so still morning. Next, it's the worm's turn. All three of them. The first worm, it just comes up for an attack on Keela since it just took a hit from Keela and Sai, but Keela's the closest. So it comes up and it goes for a multi-attack with a bite and a tail stinger. The bite comes down and does eight points of damage and the stinger misses entirely. She takes that damage. The other two, they begin to progress not knowing any better and they progress the full extra 15 feet to get to Silen and Keela. So each of them is going to take three counts of 2d4. Awesome. Okay, the one on the far right will do them first. Nice. 15 to the one on the far right. Nice. 15 to the one on the left. And 15 to the one on the left. Holy crap. That's awesome. They come right up on you. That's pretty much all they can do. They just kind of writhe from the pain of moving so far through those spikes. And they are still within the spikes and still within the thorns and all that stuff. And then we're going to move to Keela's turn. She's standing in front of the first one. And she delivers a blow, a direct impale with her greatsword, (laughs) dealing 12 points of damage and completely annihilating it. It screams and wiggles into the air, and then it falls over backwards onto the plane behind it. Next, we're going to move to Janessa. So the other two worms have moved up to the very edge of spike growth. Mm -hmm. They're right on the edge. Like on their next turn, they could attack. They're within range of my friends. I move up to then flank uh, the one on the left with Keela. Nice. Because I know that Silen can probably take a few hits. So you're flanking the one on the left. Yes. Beautiful. And I'm going to attack with my Kukris, which I have not been attacking all three of my attacks with two-handed weapon or two-weapon fighting. (laughs) So I'm very pissed at myself at the moment. Oh, Nat 20 Mm -hmm. on the first roll. Nat 20. That's 23 and 26. 26 for the last one. Okay. All those hit. And I will use... Ah, I didn't say it before I attacked. But I can use Colossus Slayer. Can your bonus action come in between your roll? No, <laughs> I can't. 16 points of damage with the first one, the critical hit. Beautiful. Stabbing straight down into the head with the Kukri. I pull it out and do another sideways slash with both of them. Oh, beautiful. The next one deals 11, and the last one deals 11 as well. All right, how do you kill it? Yeah, so I had... Stabbed down into the head of this thing, if there can be a distinguishable head. Yeah, there's a front end. Yeah, <laughs> and then I use both of my blades. I spin them around as I I bring both of them over my head and straight down, and I just slice and dice this thing like a sushi roll. And oh. both of my blades go straight <laughs> through it, creating three sections of it. Beautiful, as beautiful. As it falls and writhes to the ground. Oh, that's awesome. And then... Blood goes everywhere, and we move to Silent. I fling some at Selfie way in the back. <laughs> I don't hit her, but I like fling it out toward her it's as my petty. bonus action. <laughs> Seeing the second red worm taken out, I yell to the group, do you want to see if we can get this uh, pretty girl to town? And then <laughs> I strike it with my staff just flat of the spade to antagonize it. 
and I take off that towards the north field. Oh, wow. Okay. So you strike it and antagonize it, and you take off. That's your move, and it is now Selvi's turn. Can Selvi, can I start running after him but take out my short bow? Yeah. And kind of run backwards? Absolutely, yeah. Okay. You can do that. So it's 24. Are you shooting an arrow? Yes. All right. So what do you do? You hit. Yeah, so I see Silen running, and I'm like, well, oh, fuck. Like, he's the one holding this battle. So I start um, running after him, but I turn around. I start running backwards. I take out my bow, and really quickly, I just let loose an arrow towards it. Oh, awesome. And what's the damage? Eight. Eight. Nice. I would laugh so hard if it had it went down with that damage. <laughs> that would be funny. Wouldn't that be funny, guys? And Silen's just running into town. There's parsnips floating around and there's giant red worms too help i've been hallucinating for 24 hours they're all like the drug addicts bad <laughs> that's awesome so you fire you fire one right at this worm and there is nothing left but one red worm and it's the one you're attacking and it attacks at janessa ah fuck so this worm gets an arrow straight to the side of it doing eight points of damage and it writhes and it screams and it comes down and looks at you, Janessa, who's pretty much right next to it. And it starts to move forward to you. Taking 2d4. Taking 2d4 of damage. I hope. <laughs> six points of damage. Six? Okay. It gets six points of damage and it Because it's just moving five feet toward me, right? Yep. Five feet toward you and it moves out of the thorns completely. Right. Because that's where the barrier was. And it comes at you with a multi-attack. Shit. First attack misses, second one hits. So it comes down with a bite, and it just smashes its head into the ground next to you. <sighs> its tail reaches up and comes down in a sting and gets you right in the shoulder. Ugh, son of a monkey-wielding monkey parsnip. <laughs> so it does uh, eight points of damage to you. Owie Maui. <laughs> <laughs> So it does eight points of damage to you, and now its turn is over. Cool. No con save. That's good. Um, is it now my turn? Oh, actually, there is a con save. Thanks for reminding <laughs> me. I yes. was going to say, I was like, there's no way this thing is not poisonous. It brings its stinger down into you, doing eight points of damage, and now you must make a DC 19 constitution save. Oh, I fucking throw. rolled a 17. Oh, no. <laughs> Ow. And then you must take 2d6 of poison damage, so let's pull that out. Why did I say anything? All right, four points of poison damage, so I, that's that's 12 points of damage in all. I thought I was saved once its turn was over, then I was like, oh. okay, cool, it wasn't poisonous, and then... <laughs> you want coal in your stocking? Yeah. Apparently. <laughs> so, your turn. Oh, cool. They've left battle, so it's it's you now. Did Keela leave as well? Keela did leave. She turned and bolted. The second she saw Silen running, she just turned and made a break for it. Yeah, I'm not fighting this thing on my own, and I just got stung by it. So there's a part of me, though, that's like worried about bringing this into a public domain. You see Keela hesitating, and she kind of like stutter steps when she gets like six feet away from you, and she turns around and looks back to you. I'm going to use my skill of animal handling. Cool. Behind you, you hear, the whole city's corrupt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. I got 21 animal handling, and I'm basically trying to, like, Handle. I'm trying to calm it. How are you calming it? Yeah, I mean, this thing, it's just gotten attacked by you guys. And what was the number? 21. You did it. 
Wow. Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> basically saxophone music starts playing and I take the stinger out of my s- shoulder and I begin to like pet the <laughs> fucking part? shit. Are I you kidding me? I begin to pet the worm. Just to like, the and heck? I say, easy girl, easy. I know what it's like to be an outsider. <laughs> oh my God. It's calm now. So it starts to fall down onto the ground and just kind of lower itself and your plan was to create a distraction right i i wanted to create a distraction there's a worm in town yeah levi could bounce as soon as everyone sees this thing and breaks into mass hysteria so basically are you gonna like write it into the town (laughs) that's exactly what i'm gonna do (laughs) i'm gonna ride this thing into town Keela is standing next to you and she just looks at you wide eyed like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) And as I pass by, French braids blowing in the air, (laughs) Janessa just feeling herself on top of this red worm. I just do a little finger gun at her and (laughs) wink as as I ride this worm past her. Oh my God. And you ride this thing past her and you start heading towards town. (laughs) Holy shit. Okay. So, God bless. Why did I let this happen? <laughs> I should not have let this happen. We're taking this pretty girl to town, okay? In Janessa's mind, even if it doesn't win us the attempt to escape Levi from this town, it can also be as like a performance to show like how much of champions we are. You know what I mean? Sure. In Janessa's mind. <laughs> okay. So that's so- out of game info. So yeah, that's all. Silent and Caraselvi are running back to town. <laughs> Behind them is Janessa riding this giant red worm. And the worm isn't moving gracefully by any means. It is looking very bad. And it is just slithering along. And Janessa is just rocking with every motion as she's grabbing onto this thing as best as she can. Roll me a strength save to stay on it. Sure. Mechanical bull. Uh, 15. Yeah, you stay grappled to this thing, and you keep riding it into town with Keela hot on your tails, and she's just got her hands out, just sprinting forward, like, (laughs) what are you doing? And I'm saying, yee-haw. So you make it to the town, and people see you coming. At this point, you all are at the entrance of like where the stage is, and then there's a building on the right as you're going back to the town. And people are seeing you, and they're starting to panic. They all drop the things they're doing, and they're all scrambling around the town and screaming. Silent, what are you doing? Can I see Janessa behind me? If you turn and look, yeah. you see. Her <laughs> There's a large red worm with me on top of as it. As long yeah. as I can see her coming, okay. I'm going to make my way to Levi's while at the same time announcing to everyone that this monstrosity is coming and that there were more like it in the northern field. Oh, my God. And, Selvi, what are you doing? You've now made it to the town. (laughs) And behind you, you turn around and you see Janessa smiling really wide with her tusks gleaming in the sunlight, 
oh, on the back of a giant red worm. One of the tusks being coated with gold, so yep. there's definite oh. gleaming. <laughs> so the sun oh like hits the tusk. Yeah. And jumps off. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> I did not know that. Th- this is a moment that uh, needs to be turned into an art piece. Yeah. <laughs> Selfie just starts slow clapping. <laughs> <laughs> she just like, wow, damn, girl did it. Yeah. Great. Job. <laughs> yeah, because the Shaking last thing you did was turn clapping. and run away. Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> What the hell? And I shun it. Yeah. They're bringing the party. Janessa, you're hanging onto this thing, and it's it's nearing closer and closer to the town square, right in the center of town. As you get to the center of town, the worm rides, and it twists in a way that's just not easy for you to keep hold of. Go ahead and give me another strength save in contention with this thing as it tries to buck you off of it. Sure. Fuck. <laughs> Eight. Yeah. Or no, nine. Nine and the worm crit. So <laughs> the worm bucks Janessa off the top of it, and Janessa goes tumbling forward, does a couple rolls, and slams into the well in the center of the town square. The worm then raises up into the air and starts writhing and screaming as from the bottom it catches flame and just engulfs in a fire that starts to disintegrate the entire worm as it starts to wither into a black mess of ash and just withers away in the floor of the town. Oh, shit. Janessa stands up and says, brushes herself off, you're welcome. (laughs) To everybody? Yeah. (laughs) The town looks up and they've all been panicking and they see what's happened and some of them start to cheer and say, the ancestors have saved us again. I had, good thing I was bucked off, though, because that uh-huh. flame would have taken me as well. Yeah. That would have been bad. <laughs> yeah, I'm like never been so happy to fail a save. <laughs> Is there still chaos? Like, um, did Levi doing? leave the house at all? This happened and Silen like made it to the door. And you're like about to just thrust open the door to Fuck. head inside ancestors and then i can hear them yelling and cheering you yeah. probably see it's a small town you probably oh, see yeah. you have yeah, a straight then, like, shot yeah, you can see everything because i rode in and then hit the well <laughs> as i get to the door like my min- momentum slows and i'm just like oh fuck <laughs> and i don't even knock or open i just turn back around mm. And cheer on the ancestors. Oh, yes. Beautiful. And Keela makes it back to town and she looks around and she sees that everything has worked out one way or another. <laughs> and I say, Keela, look what I did. Ah, oh, yes. Very impressive. Uh, that's crazy. Can I do a perception check for any type of arcane user? Ooh, sure. in the crowd, yeah. anywhere that Roll a someone who might have been spinning a spell. Yeah, go for it. Spinning a spooky spell. A spooky pal. A pooky pal. <laughs> 21. Nice. There's a monkey boy. Everyone looks <laughs> bewildered. They all look like just podunk farmers in a podunk town, and they're all carrying just baskets like full of plants. They've all got three teeth. <laughs> so, they have more teeth than that. Is the, the town leader anywhere nearby? Yeah, he's bewildered on the other side of town, staring at you wide-eyed, just like, Oh, heavens, the ancestors have saved us yet again. I just imagine like a deviled egg like falls out of his hand <laughs> like he was about to eat. Yeah, what? it is like his crazy top hat just <laughs> eating a deviled egg. I, I just, seeing him, I'm like, does he really believe that? 
Well, if he didn't, in, he does now. Insight check. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Are you um, going to insight check? Yeah, I'll okay. insight yeah. check the, the leader. Oof. Even for a wise guy, that's a bad roll. Mm-hmm. Nine. Yeah, even if he had any doubts at all, you could tell that he is fully faithful to his ancestors now. He is very relieved to see this thing go down the second it presented itself. And it's just another thing to be praised in the city. I make my way over to Sylvie and Janessa. You guys like how I burned up that <laughs> worm? <laughs> um, if you did, hashtag bad move. <laughs> I didn't. I okay. didn't. So okay. Silent and I'm freaking out on this. So now we have to figure out are there really ancestors that protect this town? Yeah, this yeah. brings a lot of doubts to there my There is mind. definitely something going on here. That was kind of fucked up. The issue mm-hmm. is, if there are ancestors and we prevent Levi from taking a sacrifice, do we doom this town? <gasps> Keela. Keela races up and she's out of breath and she's like, what the fuck was that? <laughs> Yo, did you see me ride that woman to town? <laughs> I did. Why did you do that? You endangered everyone here. I had it all under control. I was animal handling the situation. <laughs> <laughs> what does that even mean? <laughs> I just smile. <laughs> Everything worked out, I guess. Uh, these people's ancestors apparently can take care of themselves. Yeah, have you ever seen powers like this with ancestors as spirits of the forest? No, I've never seen anything like it. I mean, obviously, th- I've seen magic before, but this is something I've never seen. Let me ask them, Were you were super close, Janessa. Were yeah. these normal colored flames? The flames started from the bottom, now they're here. <laughs> It seemed as if it was completely consumed. I've not seen powerful magic like that ever, I think. I I could not see the source of it, nor could I feel it. I'm just thankful I was bucked off before it happened. So they were normal colored flames yeah. that turned black. That turned the worm black. I don't know if the flames turned black. Correct. It seemed as if something, some entity has burned this thing. I don't know if it was ancestors, but... I don't know, this might give some merit to the town's beliefs. Can I do a medicine check on Janessa's shoulder? Sure. Ow. Don't touch that. Owie. Why are you getting close to me? Stop touching me. 20. Nice. Ow. Is it similar to the wounds on the skin and bones? It is not. Hmm. You can tell that it's a wound for sure, but it's about as big as like maybe an arrow would do. So it's not really gigantic. And the one you saw previously of the victim who had been sucked completely dry is a little bigger than that. So they weren't silkworms. They were just big worms. These worms? These worms were large red worms. Yeah. Um, What are you checking for? Why are you taking off my garments? (laughs) He just just completely stripped you down. (laughs) Basically, I'm just he rips your chest open. <laughs> Whoa! Show me your wound. <laughs> holding up, uh, just holding up Janessa's arm and looking at the armpit area where the wound Posse would be. Into armpit. Tinky, um, tinky. <laughs> I don't shave, so it's weird down so there. So I'm just, I'm saying, I'm uh, checking your wound to make sure it's not like the farmers that we found on the way into town. That definitely was some, like I could feel. Worse, even after the stinger, but 
obviously I'm not sucked of every bit of marrow and sinew within me. Mm-hmm. But what about the size of the wound? Did it match what we found? No, your wound was much smaller. So there's a mama worm somewhere. Or worse. Did you see a any daddy sun? worm? <laughs> I can when I. You were writing the. Do the I need worm? to do a check for if I saw silk while we were out in the field? Yeah, go for it. Ah, uh, thirteen. You saw silk, <gasps> little fibers of silk gleaming on the tree line. Yeah, I definitely saw silk out there. So these are of the same make, but we maybe fought the baby, the babies, the babies, the babies, okay. the babies. These things were in the field rolling on farmer's tools. Yeah, one of them was driving a tractor. <laughs> <laughs> he had a little hat on, a little like hay, hay sticking out of his mouth. Motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'm going to kill you. I'm going to kill all of you. <laughs> yeah, they were playing with the farmer's equipment. <laughs> so. So there's the possibility that there's something larger or that there's still something else. The reason I'm saying these things were found in the field, so there be no reason for worms to be in trees. Yeah, but I didn't find any traces in the trees. They looked completely normal around the group of uh, bodies that we found, so... They were probably slithering around the ground, and that's why I didn't pick up any tracks other than the silk. Okay. Yeah. It looks like, ancestors or not, there's some kind of infestation on this town. Can I do a knowledge nature on the worms? Like, these are natural and not summoned weird creatures? Yeah, you can do a nature. Yeah, not 20, so 20. (laughs) Yeah, you. as far as you can tell, like, these are just worms that are pretty, pretty of the area they've they're very pretty the forest is very vast and there are a lot of creatures in it and you've seen crazy things in your times in the forest right you wouldn't be surprised to see something of this caliber yeah this is something that this forest has grown why the targeting this town my guess would be the postnips they smell delicious i didn't eat them because you found a floating one but (laughs) they were in the fields it could be attracting them. Yeah. Uh, we should report to the, the leader of what we found. Well. I think you probably saw. We can do that, but we were supposed to be finding a missing husband. Oh, shit. Yeah, we got a little sidetracked with the worm riding and all that. So do we go back to the woods? As you say that, you look up and you see that many of the villagers are now all starting to put on these wooden masks that all look like animals. Mm -mm. (laughs) Many different animal masks. You see dogs, cats, frogs. You see just all different kinds of species as they're putting these masks on. I cast speak to animals. (laughs) (laughs) And you just continue speaking common to these other elves. In accompaniment, you see them put on robes dark robes with hoods not on but just around their shoulders and they're all just getting ready for the ceremony that is to come it is past noon now and the sun is beginning to set a little bit you probably got another couple of hours before the sun is on the horizon but everybody is getting ready now for the ceremony that is to take place you see a vendor to the right of the stage who is selling masks and there are people in line to get some themselves 
The next thing you hear is a loud clicking noise coming from where you just were at the north side. Along the tree line, out from the trees, fly three giant red moths, and they start charging toward the crops and toward the village. No sooner do they get above the crops, and all three of them engulf in flames and fall in cinders down to the ground. On the bright side, I made a smoothie for the guy from Black Keys. Oh, which Whoa. one? Dan, Dan Arba. Yes. Yeah. He's the man. And I kind of like froze up for a second because, and he got the Elvis Presley, bananas, peanut butter, oh. soy milk. Yeah. Wow. I saw what's Dan. his name, the singer at um, Pinewood Social once at, for brunch, and it was like, he looks so out of place. Because he's like <laughs> nine foot tall and like white as a sheet. And, like, is he, is it the one with glasses though? No. Oh. Is okay. he a ghost? Because the yeah. other guy, the drummer is <laughs> crazy tall as well. And he I've seen tall. him at like Trader Joe's and Green Hills and stuff. Yeah. Why are they so tall? I also Why served a juice. Growing, I guess, huh? I stopped. I just think like how <laughs> uncomfortable it could be to play a regular five set for him. Yeah. Like a five piece set that you would buy mm-hmm. has to be adjusted when you're so tall so yeah. that you can reach everything. <laughs> <laughs> I also made a juice for Haley Williams from Paramore. Ah, um, nice. And that is that was my my high school crush. So uh, that yeah. was nerve wracking. But she came back <laughs> the next day. I know a guy who does her styling. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> she came back the next day, said she enjoyed it and got the same oh. thing. Oh. She's like, Hey, thanks for the stuff. I like Let me your get juice. Some more. Boom. Toasted. Oh. Are there turnips in this? Nope. <laughs> but lots of parsnips. Oh my. <laughs> lots of parsnips. All my celebrity meats are country stars. Well, there was. I thought one you were going to say I arrested them oh, all or something. No. I worked <laughs> at Except for The Rock. That was awesome. What? Wait, you saw The Rock? <laughs> so I met The Rock when I was 14 and a half. What? I was working concession in Charlotte, North Carolina. Nice. And it was Did at he... the old. Charlotte Hornets Coliseum. When he was still wrestling? He was wrestling. No way. So so I was in the back doing like getting more stuff and he was like pretend limping down the hallway because he like he has it on all the time. Yeah. Yeah. Like if there's anyone who can see him, like if he got hurt in the ring, he would like stay hurting in the ring. So he was just like, hey. And then China walks by (gasps) and she's like. He says, you smell what the rock is cooking. And she says, pancakes. It's always pancakes. <laughs> That's amazing. Oh my As a God. kid, it was the best thing ever. Oh, my God. That's um, insane. Shit, what's the name of the... And that, that's how I found out his favorite food is pancakes. Oh, yeah. Pancakes. It would be. Such yeah. a delightful food item. What's the name of the uh, Aerosmith? Uh, singers big mouth old big mouth <laughs> Steven, big Tyler. Mouth. Steven Tyler yes. yeah he yeah. was at yeah. Whole Foods in Green Hills when I was working there because he was recording his country album mm. which apparently he did and he would always kind of like gallivant around the produce section picking up things and like a pineapple and putting it back down <laughs> like, kind of looking at it and just he was just very ethereal I guess a lot of a lot it's of flowy clothing high, the whole Quite right the and he always had like kind of a, a small posse with him Captain he was Jack super around. yeah exactly <laughs> Exactly. Oh, that's and that's fantastic. exactly what he looked like. Steven um, Tyler, if you're listening, we, we'd love to have you on. Yeah. <laughs> Friend of the podcast, of the Steven podcast. Tyler. Best yeah. board ever. Tyler. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he finally picks up a watermelon, looks over to me at the juice bar and is like, how are the watermelon this year or something like that? And I was just like, 
it's watermelons, dude. <laughs> I was like, I was like, juicy. <laughs> and he gave me this. It was like the first time he like gave a look and was just like, this guy's like bullshitting me and like put it back down and kept walking. What, away. Did, what else does he want you to say? I, right. They're watery. Uh, they're lots of <laughs> pretty good. I mean, <laughs> Nutritional. <laughs> Honestly, I grow the best watermelons in my backyard. <laughs> you should come over sometime. Come over and hang oh, out. Yeah, 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 totally. I mean, he was super nice to all of us, so it's cool. I shouldn't rip on him too much. But it was just a funny situation where I had no idea what to say. Mm. I was like, I've got five orders I'm working on. I'm so sorry. <laughs> I can't tell you how the watermelon is right now. I was ripping on you. <laughs> Got him, and now I'm gonna kill your PC. All right, okay, ready? <laughs> Let's do it. I'm at full health, bitch. <laughs>